take our sips. There we go. Ready to go. So, let's talk about one thing with this trip. Um, so, came. this is our first time actually meeting. We've known each other for, what, maybe a year now? Yeah, just about a year. Um, through Prescript, and we've always talked about meeting up, and we even... For a short time, did a uh, podcast together and like try to get some of that going, and that just kind of naturally came about from some of the conversations we were having uh-huh. in DMs and everything. And so, whenever, whenever you got on as the director of performance with with the lead FTS, you were a lot closer to where I was, and like it's gotten to the point where it just made sense to come visit. Yeah. And so, I think through our conversations, one thing, a reoccurring theme that both of us shared and kind of saw was there's value in showing up and having face interaction with somebody that it it personalizes it but it also it's memorable Mm -hmm. and it gets the the person that you're interacting with they have a better understanding of you they have a better awareness of you Mm -hmm. and just they they can see your intention they can see your personality everything um like that so i think one thing that'll kind of be neat for us to talk about is just showing up and the benefit of that um yeah so so yeah one thing we we've discussed is um what kind of led you to this point or made dave familiar with you was it started with his seminars yeah that was um the first seminar i went to was Shit, I don't even know what year it was. I think it was 2016, 2017. Like, the years now, like, just, like, colliding together. I don't even know what fucking day it is. Um, so I went to a seminar. I was always familiar with Elite FTS, obviously, like, the website and everything, the articles. Um, they, were big, they were a big part of me learning to get into the business and, like, kind of figuring out how to train myself and other people. But I ended up going to a seminar, and at the time, I was like, I don't have the money for this, <laughs> but like, like when you and a buddy who are both like struggling strength coaches, like broke ass strength coaches, were like, "Hey, do you want to head down to the seminar?" I was like, "Oh fuck yeah! Like here we go! Like let's just do this thing." So I think it was uh, the Better Business Seminar. Like it was business specific mm-hmm. for the strength field or strength and training field, and um, my buddy ended up driving. So he was—he did the drive. I just was like, if I'm using a credit card, I might as well just fucking get a flight. Go all in on it. <laughs> if it's this. not my money in the first place, I might as well be more comfortable, right? So I ended up flying down. I met him over there. And uh, so we go going through the whole seminar. We're sitting in the front row. So in any of the uh, videos that you see of the actual presentation, I know Wendler has a presentation that you, you may actually see me and my buddy in the front row just like fucking looking over our notebooks, writing every word down that they were saying. Like, at this point, it's like, I've been to college. I've had my master's degree. Like, I know how education works. And I'm still in the front row like a fucking six-year-old, just, like, writing every single word down, circling. I have a highlighter in my hand. Your recorder going uh, in yeah, your like, like, I'm, like, taking pictures, and I'm, like, po- like, it's ridiculous. It's, like, total fanboy. Um, I think it was uh, Phil Matus was there, Wendler was there, um, JL was there, Dave did some presentations there, and uh, it was the coolest shit ever because it was these 
in my head like these like characters that I've in these figures that I've known for like a few years and I'm like superheroes of the strength industry. yeah and like I'm sitting in an auditorium at OSU staring at a stage of people I'm like oh this is fucking cool right like and so like just like with any seminar you're the same way as me at the end of the the presentations you're just waiting Right? You just wait around. And you're not going to be the first person. Like, you don't want to be the first person after the seminar to go talk to them. It's like, you're just like, no, it's I'll be cool. I'll just sit back. I'll let everybody else talk first. So we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> it's like hours. And uh, they're like, all right, we're all going to go get food over at this place. And we're like, okay, cool. Awesome. We are too. <laughs> so we go there. And there's like a, a an eat and greet, I guess, whatever, whatever the hell it is. And uh, that's when the real event starts, right? Like that's when the real conversations come out. So me and my buddy, we don't know anybody. We're sitting in a bar and we're just like on the periphery, just like listening. Just here. Just like. <laughs> just a fly on the wall. I'm just here for the free meatballs. Like, uh, so obviously we're in a bar, so it's like, okay, well, I'm going to grab a few drinks because I am nervous as fuck. <laughs> so... Like, we're sitting at the bar, eating food, and as the night progresses, more and more people leave, and we get closer and closer and closer and closer. Just inching your way over. Inching our way over. That social lubrication just helping ease into it. Oh, man, it was, you've seen it. It's like, once the J-Mo and Ginger start rolling, man, like, we don't know what the hell's going to happen. But, so it's like, one o'clock in the morning, and it's me, my buddy, Dave, and like a few other people. And that was the first time I like really introduced myself to Dave, and I'm sure he doesn't fucking remember it. Like I, I it was borderline not remembering it either because I was just <laughs> slightly inebriated. But we just started talking about training, and I started talking about how I was uh, working with Matt Mills at the time, who was one of the uh, he writes articles for Elite FTS. He's a strong, he's a pro strongman, and he's like, oh, that's awesome, and he was just. He was talking to me as if I was just a friend or a part of the team. And he was just very open, very honest. And uh, we shot the shit for like another hour. Like it was just the three of us. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this is so (laughs) weird. But in my head I was thinking if I had taken the more realistic, and I'm using air quotes with that, realistic thing to be like I don't necessarily have the money for this right now I shouldn't do this like I wouldn't have been closing it down talking with a strength legend and initi- essentially initiating the process in the place I'm, na- I'm at now so that was we that was fantastic that was my first interaction with him personally um, from that point forward I was like oh shit like that showing up thing that just like mm-hmm. hey man yeah it's probably not going to be super comfortable or super easy or you probably don't have the money for this but like the experience you have and the interactions that you have and the people that you meet and the situations you find yourself in worth way more worth way more right yeah and and with that i think it's there's always going to be excuses not to do something mm-hmm. and and not everybody has some of the opportunities or 
has a credit card that they can't afford it. But right. a lot of times there's going to be options to if if you to have to you know work, if you're like hey I want to go see this person I'm going to start saving now and wait mm-hmm. till that opportunity comes and you're like oh they have this similar guess what I've been saving and preparing for this but it's it's looking at the again there's always going to be excuses but whenever you look at it out less than an excuse why I shouldn't and more so this is an investment but mm-hmm. but with that it's not an investment that it's going to create its own ethos just because you go to something you yeah, know there, there's that other piece of it that not only like there was the excitement for you that you were like a freshman in college in the front row taking every single mm-hmm. note so there there was the excitement but it was a room full of people exciting excited for it and exactly. wanting the information yeah but it was that secondary of i actually listened to this i appreciated the information and then i spent my time and energy waiting around mm-hmm. for another opportunity just to have a conversation for like a maybe yeah right? yeah like exactly not or, even like a guarantee and and with that it's it's not necessarily that a presenter is obligated to wait around two three hours and talk to everyone mm-hmm. but it's if if you're going to these seminars if you're going to these presentations workshops it's the ones that are willing to do that mm-hmm and enjoy the conversations it's not a pain for them to like they have to do it out of obligation no it's because they want to have those conversations too they they get as excited as fulfilled of those conversations to just be able to have them and it's i think they appreciate it as much as the people that are willing to wait around Mm. because it's something that they love it's not it's not based on that Again, I'm getting paid for this, or I'm doing this of obligation. It's because that inner desire to just have a conversation about fitness. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's one of those things that it's hard to explain to people that I guess may be in a position where they have never experienced it. But it really is a transfer of energy, right? Like when you're talking with somebody who is really trying to learn and listen, man, like you are willing to go to the ends of the earth. For that person to to help them, to educate them, to teach them. Same thing if you're learning from somebody, and it, it it's amazing how far you will go to learn from that person or to have a conversation with that person, right? And it's it's less about the obstacles that are in the way. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, we're just gonna do this thing. We're just, and and again, like we're gonna say this a lot, but it's the idea of just show the fuck up, yeah. right? Just. Like, you can be scared, you can be nervous, you can do whatever. It's just like, just be there because that proves that you give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you give a shit to just put some skin in the game, whether it be financial, time, shit, even comfort, right? Like, I wasn't staying in nice places when I was out here. Like, it, was, it, it wasn't it was like, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go spend in this nice hotel and do a seminar. It was like, yo, we're going to eat Snickers bars and, like, I don't know where the fuck our next meal's coming from, right? Like, I'll go hungry for a uh, day or like, two. It's okay. fine. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I it's know like, I'll survive. It's fine. They have, like, fucking, <laughs> like, muscle monsters like, for free at the event. That's plenty of protein and caffeine, yeah. man. I'm <laughs> locked in. There's protein bars. There's and I did. free water I, everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, but to kind of continue with that, is like, after I went to that first seminar, I was like, okay, well, these are the people that I want to know. Like, these are the people I want to learn from. These are the people that... It's like this is it. Like I need to get more education. I need to, you know, learn more and just be there more. So 
I went to another couple seminars and did the exact same thing. The exact same thing. Um, introduce myself to Dave again every time because I know for a fact he fucking, he's, <laughs> he's, met right, he's met a thousand, a thousand two thousand people, people yeah. in between the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it's the same. It was the same equation. It was show up. It was take notes like a giddy schoolgirl all day, and then hang out at a restaurant and just have a few minute conversation. Introduce yourself again. Learn from these people again, and just leave that event just being on cloud nine. And I remember it was like two o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "I'm wide awake, man. Like, I'm fired up. Ready to run. Like, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to roll. Right. So, then I kind of flash forward a little bit. The opportunity for the first train your ass off comes through. Right. So they post this thing is like, "Oh, train your ass off with Dave Tate. Send in your submissions, your application." And at this time, I put in a couple articles to as an outside submission for Elite FTS, and they, they published them, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like When that first article got published by Elite, I was like, yo. I'm giddy, were you? I was, oh, my God. I can't even tell you. I was First off, the article itself took me longer than any other thing I've ever written in my life because I was like checking and proofreading and like everything. It's not a long article, no. but it's, it's, a, it's good. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, this shit took me like a month because I was paranoid. Because I was like, oh my god, this needs to be perfect. I need It's an outside submission. I didn't even know it was going to be picked. But I was like, if I'm going to send something in, it's going to be fucking perfect. Well, and with that, I'm sure, I'm sure at that point, in your head, you were probably like, Dave is going to compare this to all of his well, knowledge and I immediately research. thought, <laughs> I fucking immediately thought that Dave was the one reading them. So I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Uh... Here I'm we go. Directly to I was Dave. like, "Dear Dave, <laughs> flow states are sick." Like, please start all your articles <laughs> yeah. from now on like that. Just, so, just a series of "Dear Dave." Dear Dave, uh, muscles are cool. <laughs> I so, would like more of them. But like, I was so blissfully unaware of the process of like what it actually entailed. And uh, shout-outs to Sheena for having to correct all the outside submission articles and, like, proofread shit. God, I'm not jealous of that. Um, so I send in a few articles, and uh, they accept a couple, and they post them, like, a few months apart. And I'm like, this is it, man. I'm famous. How, <laughs> how many people would you say you sent that direct link to? Oh, man. I, the <laughs> only people... Phone. I'm going to be real with you. I can almost guarantee the first... A hundred reads on that article were directly from me. <laughs> Just reading book. Yeah. And, this is great. <laughs> and the numbers were probably a little bit skewed because I was constantly refreshing and looking if anybody commented on anything. Soon as there I'm going to message instantly. <laughs> instantly. Like, I made another account to be able to sign in to the site to comment. Like, it was chaos, man. But, like, it was so awesome to be like, to be able to search Elite FTS Sam Brown and it's the first thing that shows up on Google and it's like Samuel Brown Elite FTS and it was like a couple of the articles that I wrote and I was like I made it I made it this is this is my mountain I am atop this mountain all of the clients will come to yeah, me now all get, of the athletes I better get ready for all of the I, clients and money I'm I better <laughs> buy that helicopter I wanted uh, but, <laughs> but like Realistically, at the end of the day, it was so cool to just be like, okay, like I threw my hat in the ring, and without 
making those seminars without being surrounding myself with those people, I would never never had the I guess the internal drive to be like I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have wrote those. Like if I never did any of that, I wouldn't have wrote anything. I wouldn't have given the time and effort into those um which leads me into the train your ass off, which I'm going to circle back to. I was like, okay, I wrote a few articles for the site. Um, I'm training pretty hard right now. My coach is, is uh, part of the Elite FTS team. I was like, I'm going to just put something out there. Like, I'm just going to send in a submission. And it was, I think my, the, oh shit, when I found out. Was it the first time or the second time? I think it was the first time. It was close to my birthday. It was like a week or two before my birthday. And Dave sends me a DM. First and foremost, I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> Dave Tate just slid like, into my DM. It said under the bar, and I was like, freaking the fuck out. I was like, do I open it? I was like, do I, fu-? I, was like, do I read this thing? It's insane. So I, I'm like at the position where <laughs> I'm like staring at this unread DM. And man, my girlfriend at the time is like, you should open it. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean you should open it? You what, can't just open a DM. What the fuck? So then I open it. Uh, you need to savor this moment. I know it's been half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I'm like, I remember just sitting, in my, sitting there staring at my phone. And um, so I go, uh, I open it. It goes, congratulations. Fill out this thing. You've been picked to train your ass off, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like freaking the fuck out. I'm like, happy fucking birthday to me. Right? Like, this is great. Um, so I end up going and get just fucking demolished. First off, torn meniscus. <laughs> Don't tell anybody because I'm like, yo, fuck you. Like, I'm going regardless. Yeah. Not keeping me out of torn this. Torn meniscus. <laughs> I didn't even know it was torn. Like, I just thought my knee hurt really bad. But then I was like, went to a doctor. Like, I was like, I should probably go to the doctor before. They're like, oh, yeah, no, that's a torn meniscus. And I was like, okay, good. And I was, it's not going to get worse. Yeah, I was like, and I, that's what I asked. I was like, yo, can I like really, can I fuck this up worse? They're like, I mean, you could, but kind of not really. You're going to have to try. They're like, I was like, it's, it was, so it was a, uh, uh, like a bucket handle tear. So mm-hmm. it would flip and then it would feel like shit and then it would be fine. So I was like, as long as it didn't flip, we were good. That poor little meniscus was just like fucking hanging out for dear life. Uh, the first train your ass off I did was all lower body. Of course. <laughs> it was squats and deadlifts, right? Actually, it wasn't even deadlifts at the time. It was squats and fucking leg press death. That's what that was. Um, so, so I'm just going to get my knee sleeves, get a mouthpiece. Fun fact, I fucking PR'd my squat that day. <laughs> and like it was, And that was one of the first days I realized, I was like, oh my god. I've been a strength coach for a while. I've been I've been lifting for a while, and my technique fucking blows. It's the worst. It's terrifying though. Whenever you are around somebody that's been in the industry for so long and has such a coach as I. Oh where, god! Where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing at all. No, and and my brain melted out of my asshole as soon as I walked into that gym because I was like, oh yeah, I don't know shit. I don't know shit about anything. That's fine. And I'm just like, well, I'm hobbling in. Hobbling. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to make sure my quad is loose because if my quad is pulling on this knee, see you fucking later. This thing is flipping. So I'm like, 
it's like anybody like you fill out a, a like a medical history and stuff he's like any new injuries i was like my knee kind of hurts he goes what i was like like right now yeah i was like uh, i have a little meniscus thing <laughs> he was, he's like okay you realize this is a squat seminar <laughs> right so it actually gets worse because on the second one i still hadn't gotten surgery for it no i just gotten surgery for it and i was 14 days out of surgery with a with a repaired meniscus they didn't go in there and clean it up they repaired it so then he's just like what the fuck what do you keep he's like you and this fucking knee uh so so the train your ass off we the whole thing it was a brutal ass kicking it was like the hardest training session ever, but it was done in such an intelligent way to be able to learn your limits, understand why you do certain things, understand how you train. And the last half of it is an all-access Q&A with Dave. Talk about anything under the sun, anything you wanted. And he went through our training about what we should do, what we should focus on, what he saw with us weakness-wise. And it was like illuminating. It was amazing to see and it was amazing to be a part of. And it was cool to see it's like wow my i pr'd my squat with essentially one fucking leg so that's cool like imagine i had two legs <laughs> and like to to really understand the like the depth and knowledge that goes into something that's so complex being simplified mm-hmm. you you really have to you have to experience to yeah. really to really appreciate the depth of that but even seeing it, because I know you guys have a a couple like highlight reels on YouTube mm-hmm. of the train at your. I think I saw one of one of the videos with you one of my with first your bins. fucking videos. Yeah, um, it was awful, man. But but yeah, to to appreciate how individualized it is. Yeah, that it you know it's not coming in and oh here's here's. Two variations to squat that you can do. We're gonna fit everybody into this box. It's oh, absolutely. it's literally taking every single individual that comes in and show me what you've been doing. Okay, mm. we're gonna. This is personalized for you. Everybody else learn based on this person. And guess what? We're gonna go to the next person. Do the exact same thing. And that was the coolest part because in my group it was mostly coaches. So we were all trainers or coaches in our small group of four. So we ended up getting like double benefit because we got to train. But we also got to see how he trained something, and we can see the same thing he saw, and be like, "Yo, what? How did you fucking see that?" Or like, I'm like standing behind him. I'm like, "Okay, all right, cool. I don't see it, can but that's fine." Can you point that out? To can me you do that whole thing again slower? Point directly <laughs> yeah. to the spot right. that I need to look. So like, that's where I found honestly the most benefit from the coaching aspect of things because it was like, "Oh shit!" Like you get to watch someone with tremendous amount of experience coach and actually train people how they should be based on what they need like it was just this really cool situation to be a part of from both ends you know well and and the great thing if you approach it correctly i'll i'll phrase it like that but (laughs) there there's two things that happen whenever you're exposed to that first off it's a reflection of everything you've done before, and you're like, oh, I'm a terrible coach. Yeah, oh, for sure. No, yeah, but, I don't know how many times he told me that we all suck. Yeah. And I was like, but, yeah, I know. But I there's a secondary where, like, and I think this is where it divides people, is either you get that realization, and you're like, no, what I'm, 
it's fine. What I'm doing is fine. It's working for me. Or you look at that and you're like, I have to get better because mm-hmm. I've now seen a standard that is here. I need to start striving. I need to implement this stuff and I need to start working towards that because I see like where where you can, what your coach's eye can get to or like yeah. where that standard is because you've directly seen it in person mm-hmm. and you're you're more aware of it now. So you can't unring that bell exactly right? and and so i think that's where the divide comes is at that point in time that you see somebody that set a standard so far off from where mm. you are oh yeah and do it so seamlessly and flawlessly because mm. they've been doing it for With decades upon decades four people they've never met yeah upon decades mm-hmm. um it's rising to that challenge that you see it now as a challenge to improve. Yes. And, and I think that's that's where we see the distinction of people that are looking at it and then, okay, I'm going to another one. That I'm Absolutely. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep seeking out these seminars, keep seeking out these presentations because it's a challenge to improve myself and that's where the investment comes from is it, it's you can no longer make an excuse that oh I shouldn't do this because money or something like that. It's I can't afford not to do this. Yeah, it's that like we're gonna figure this out. It's I uh, I don't know how it's gonna happen yet, but we're gonna figure this out, right? Because I paid for all the train your asses off I did. Like the two train, like I paid money. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like this all expenses paid situation. It's like, I was only slightly better than when the seminar, like the first seminar I went to. What? It's like, I, I brought my own Snickers bars this time. What like, do you mean they didn't fly you out yeah, and like right. set, set up a nice comfortable bed for They're you? They're like, yeah, come on, party. limpy. Yeah. You and that me, come on over here. Uh, no, man, like it was, it was just, in fact, it was even more expensive than the seminar was. Like everything, it, it's just a step up. So like, it was like okay, like but there was never a point in my head being like, oh, I just can't do that because of money. It's like even though I don't fucking have it, I'm gonna figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario, I drive down there, have no idea if they'll let me in, and I'll just barter my body somehow <laughs> to get in there. I'll like show I'll up. fucking truffle shuffle my way in. I show we- up with cash in hand, ask no <laughs> questions how I got Done. this. Done here. Sleeping in the parking lot. Done. Absolutely. It's <laughs> I like, brought my tent. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. So it, it was, and that's like a, a mentality that, that's actually one of the coolest things about being in the position I'm in mean, now is because I get to have conversations with people like you, like with Matt Vincent, with like everybody that I've, I've been able to work with since I've been here. And it's always the kind of the same message. It's like, oh, you want to do a thing? Try just like go doing that thing. Weird concept. Weird. Just do it. Yeah, just go do it. It's like don't just say okay. Well, maybe one. Just fucking start. Like, like what? What do you mean? I don't. I don't have the branding behind it. I don't have the marketability. I, I don't have this many followers. It's like it's yeah. Matter. There's an acceptance. Like once you get to the point that there's an acceptance of the first one's gonna suck more than the twentieth one. Yeah. Once you realize that. Yeah. Okay. There's complete freedom because. As long as you keep striving to improve mm-hmm. past the previous one, it's going to get better. Yeah. But it's your first one, your second one, they're always going to be worse than the 50th. Yeah, there's a certain amount of dog shit that you need to accept, right? It's like, okay, this is not going to be my best, but the fact of the matter is it's 100% better than not doing it. You know? Like, it's any sort of effort in the right direction is 
a thousand percent more effort than you would have done if you just sat there and did nothing, right? So train your ass off goes by, uh, a couple years go by, and actually not even that long. I, I, fuck, I have no sense of time. Time. Time is Time whatever. is a thing. It's relative. Yeah, don't, first off, don't take scheduling advice from me or financial advice. Just preface <laughs> that. Uh, but, but, so then I see Elite FTS is, is hiring for, at the time, it was like, looking for a coach. And I was like, okay, this is like, I've been training athletes. I was at a health and, uh, a corporate health and wellness center running that. Like, my experience is, is far greater than what it was at the time. I'm like, I'm going to throw my fucking hat in the ring here. Cause, and here's the thing, though. I can, all, I can guarantee, even with that, you felt underqualified. Oh, you fucking were like- Christ. I was, I was relieved because I was like, I'm sending this in, and these motherfuckers are going to have to cross me out. Like, They're just going like, to see my name. That's all I mean. They're like, this fucking limpy prick. Like, what is he doing? Like, can we not escape this guy? So I send it in, and I'm like, okay, like, whatever. Send that off. I'll never hear from it. At least, yeah. I, I, was, at least I threw my head in the ring. I was like, like I, I can say, say I, I did a thing. I was like, I would, and in my, in, to be honest with you, at the time, I was uh, with my girlfriend at the time, and I uh, was like, the coolest thing would be to get a rejection letter from them. So I could just be like, they had to look at my stuff. <laughs> they saw me. <laughs> they saw me, right? <laughs> And so I toss my hat in the ring, and then like a week or two later, I get a voicemail from Ohio. I'm like, what? Do they call important persons to reject you? Do they just want to hear your tears? I was like, is this the guy whose credit card I stole in the parking lot to make it to all those seminars? (laughs) But I was, uh, so I... Uh, listen to the voicemail, and it's it's Tracy Tate, Dave's wife, uh, asking for an interview. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, uh, what? Okay, so awesome. Interview two rejected? So I mean, <laughs> was like, do you always interview losers? Yeah. Like, what, what, are we, what are you guys, you guys are wasting your time. Did you read my resume? Uh, so she calls. She's like, oh, when do you have time to talk or whatever? And I was like, whatever. Like, name the day, uh, day and time. Yeah, I was like, oh. I'll kill an animal if you want me to kill an animal. I'll do whatever. <laughs> so I, I you want me to stand under a streetlight at two a.m. on this call. I'll do it. We <laughs> hold a beatbox yeah. over my head and uh, yeah. No, so I, I was so we set up the time, and I've now it, I should have just been like I have time right in this moment because if I don't have this conversation now, I'm going to be shitting my pants for the next like seven to ten days. A nervous wreck. <laughs> Can we just do it now? I was like, just, my anxiety me down easy. will cripple me. So she's like, oh, all right, do you have time tomorrow? And I was like, yes, I do. 100%. Am I able to read every single article that Elite has ever I posted? Immediately pu- in that I immediately time? pull out my copy of Super Training. I'm like, I'll need this. <laughs> Start circling I'm and like, highlight oh, things. God. So... I jump on the call, and there's Tracy, and she goes, "All right, we're we're gonna move over to the conference room, and we'll we'll have a chat with Dave as well." And I'm like, "Okay, so now I'm on a conference call with Dave and Tracy." And after the initial like, the anxiety and just like resistance I felt, we talked for like an hour. And then they're like, all right, cool. Uh, we'll be in touch, blah, blah, blah. We'll be in touch by Tuesday of next week or whatever. 
I was like, all right, cool, click. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, what, what, what zone did I go into? Where I was like, I don't even know what I said. I don't know where to put my hands. Like, I was sweating. It's like that uh, scene from old school. Whenever Will Ferrell's <laughs> yeah. character blacks out, you just full send yeah. on fitness. And, oh, what happened? Yeah, you just, like, wake up in a field covered in blood. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? Um, but, long story short, I passed the first one. Now, the, the second interview, they wanted to fly me out to have a conversation here. And, like... They flew me out. Like, it so, was, It wasn't like... I was like, what the fuck? I was like, do they fly out all the losers? <laughs> so, it's... In our university setting. Um, so, we have a similar process where, where we will go through two waves of interviews. The uh-huh. first one is either a Zoom call or just... There are more Zoom calls now. They didn't used to just be a phone call. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the first round. And so... Typically, we'll open up a pool of all the candidates. You'll narrow it down to the qualified ones. And right. so, depending on how big the search is, the university, everything, um, you know, you might narrow it down anywhere from, let's say, eight to 16 candidates. Mm-hmm. And you do 30 minute calls with them. Uh, times will vary and everything. And so, yeah, you'll go through and you'll do that. But then, whenever it's the second round, it's an on campus and the exact same thing. We're going to fly you out. We're going to put you up like mm-hmm. here's your one to two day itinerary where your mindset flips a little bit of, oh, they're spending money oh, yeah. on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're interested. Mm. Well, and that was like a big shift for me too um, because I was – I went from like, oh, a phone call, like whatever to, oh, shit. This like is this is real. Like this is a real thing. And – it's funny because when you put yourself in a situation where it's like feet to the fire and it's go time, you really de- you you're you will understand how your brain works and who you are as a person. Because from that point forward, there was like this switch in my head. I was like, "This is real. You are qualified." Like this is a conversation mm-hmm. I have with myself. I'm like, yeah, "You are validated. qualified," and they want you to come down and, and have this conversation. I. <laughs> And immediately thought it was going to be another interview. Come to find out, it's I'm making videos, and I had to sit down and do a podcast with Dave. I had to interview Dave on a podcast, which has never aired, by the way. Thank God. But just your paper shake. Yeah. Well, it was the idea was like bring current events in the fitness world, and you can talk about it. I was like, okay, and I'm like what it's like okay let's let's do this this will be great so i get flown down and i i I roll in um i meet the rest of the media team uh dave tracy i sit down have a conversation with dave for honestly like an hour and a half or like two hours um and then it was like okay let's go film some videos i was like i was like sweating do you, do you have a, a script? Yeah, well, right. <laughs> is there a teleprompter? So there was, there are, how's this work? Th- three other members of the media team who are all there as now part of the interview process. So they get to watch me interact with them, interact with the camera, interact with the guy filming. And, and it's just, it's all these people essentially just monitoring how this goes. And as you know, I'm a one take wonder, right? Like, so I like, nail the videos. Um, 
podcast goes pretty well. We have some fun. And uh, it's so funny. It, it's, it definitely is like a flow state because once you like the adrenaline come, kicks down and you're like sitting there and you're relaxing and you're like, what the, what the fuck was that? Like what? Did that just happen? Like, it was just very, it was just surreal. Well, you know? and, and that's part of it too is at no point are you trying to speak higher than your level Mm-mm. or speak out. You're not trying to, no, you're not trying to teach conjugate to Dave Tate. <laughs> he already knows all this information. Yeah. Like you're just speaking from your perspective I mean. and how you, exactly how you understand yeah. it. And that's like, that's what made you a viable candidate mm. because it's, I can just speak from my knowledge, my perspective, but it's it's me presenting it how I would. It's being yourself and mm. not trying to speak above an audience or like right. speak more than what you know and like or use big words to try mm. to impress anybody. It's, no, and, and it's and I think one of the things that I, I feel like I bring to this position is the fact that one of the first things I said after accepting the job was I'm so fucking excited to help help more people. Like that was it. Like my first move is to be like, we can help so many people with this. Like I'm in a position now where more people can hear the things that the coaches of Elite FTS, the athletes of Elite FTS, columnists have to say. It's like my job is to get more people to learn more things that can help them be better at whatever it is they want to do. I was like, I'm just a facilitator for people being better. I just want to find people doing good things yeah. and let other people know about it. Absolutely. Like, that's it. It was never like, I'm going to get fucking famous. It was like, nah, man, like, people may now recognize me, but it's because I am I want them to know that there are so many resources at Elite FTS, all the stuff online, all the videos we put out that can fucking help you get better at whatever it is you want to do. If you want to be a bodybuilder, you want to be a powerlifter, you want to be a fucking gymnast. I don't know what the fuck you want to be, but... We can help. It's like I just want to help more people, and that's why I connected with you and Prescript and Elite. Like, we're all in this to fucking help people. Like, help people get better. Yeah. When I think whenever it's that genuine foundation that you build upon, it's so easy to enter other spaces because that's the goal. You have you have no other incentive behind it. Mm. You have no other. You're not trying to gain any. There's no personal gain to it. It's just, I want to help people. And by learning more, getting more exposure, oh I have God. a better ability to to do that. By connecting with more people, I have more resources for other people. Mm-hmm. I can be the resource of resources to refer out, to direct them to somewhere else. To be like, hey, guess what? instead of me going and trying to create this whole thing like i know somebody that's already doing oh the God, great thing let right? me let me point to you and it doesn't take away from my knowledge or your knowledge oh. and it does it doesn't no, it pull just, clientele it away benefits it's just, everybody exactly there, there's just shared benefit to it like we're we're sitting on the well around the pool table in like the top floor of the compound right now this started with i think i may have told you you had big arms on the internet like i think that was like the birthplace of our friendship i'm like oh fucking there and his big arms again like just, just something just stupid. leaning back on this zoom call yeah. just stretching out <laughs> yeah. yeah right and i'm just like just if you think about it now it's like okay well 
one of the first things that when we talked about this happening was like, dude, you and Prescript and Jordan and Jordan and everybody involved is like, we have a means of helping a ton of people. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is for you to drive down and just show up. Yeah. And, and that's why we get along so well is because it's like, if there's a thing, we're just going to go do that thing. Yeah, let's just do that thing. Let's do the thing. So I got to ask with, um, with the interview process and getting offered the position, how, how did you feel leaving the interview and whenever you got that call? Because I know for me, anytime I've left on-campus interviews, and there's, like, there's been one I know that had 60 applicants mm-hmm. for a position and got an on-campus and there were two of us mm-hmm. that they brought on campus. And so leaving that, anytime I've left a, um, an on-campus, it's, there, there's part of just relief that it's over. Yeah, and, oh, for sure. And trying to go, like, there's relief that it's over. There's exhaustion, because the whole time, you're just you're here. like a ten. Yeah, you're just ten, just white knuckling it, redlining it throughout the whole <laughs> yeah. day, just trying to keep All it together. All gas, no breaks. Yeah. And and so you're kind of settling in and trying to review everything in your head. Because mm-hmm. typically with ours, it's the short ones for our on campus are five days or five hours. The long longer ones are like the average one is about an eight hour day. Yeah. The longest one I've done is a two-day one and it just that's a sweaty moment yeah both were (laughs) both were about from start to finish eight to ten hour days because one included a dinner pro tip anytime i've ever gone on an interview i wear all black because you can't see sweat with black that's like uh that old story of of the pirate captain who was uh used to wear red shirts every time you get so in battle, so you wouldn't so see him bleed. bleed. And then he saw like the giant fleet of ships, and he tells his crew to get him his brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, but it was. It was like you're right. It's like a white knuckling process the whole time, and it was like eight hours, eight or ten hours. It was a day. It was a fucking day. And I'll tell you after. So I did two things. I got to the Airbnb, which they hooked me up with it. It was beautiful. It was right on Short North. It was beautiful. I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, here we go. I immediately call everybody that I am friends with that is on Team Elite FTS. I called Murph from TPS Malden. Or at least has connected me in some facet. I was reaching out with text messages or calls and I was thanking people. And I was telling people that if this happens, everybody that has ever helped me I'm going to help as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm going to help the next generation of lifters and coaches because I want to help me eight years ago who didn't know fucking asshole from elbow and was just like struggling and like didn't know where to go, didn't know where to look. And it's like paying it forward. The, the live, learn, pass on, like it really is a, it's a mindset, but it's also a fucking just – uh, an absolute structural pillar to what we do because it's so important for everybody. It's so important to learn. It's so important to experience things, but it's really important to help the next generation coming up, right? Exactly. And, and with that, with the live, learn, pass on, if, if it's something that resonates at your core, mm. like having that 
understanding of it, having it almost becomes an obligation moving forward, staying in the space. It's it's looking at I kind of talk about setting the standard and elevate others to reach that and surpass that standard. We're saying and, the same thing. And yeah, exactly. By whenever you actually uphold that and that's your approach to all things mm -hmm. because the goal is for a younger generation I don't want you to have to waste as much time as I did to get to this yeah. point let me get you here Expedite quicker you. and getting you here quicker let me try to get you better than me oh because that's the goal because what's going to be the best thing if hey somebody that I helped bring up to this point if they get better than me oh, awesome that's so because cool because what you don't want to be is, oh, I'm always the smartest person in the room, or, yeah, I, I'm always I'm always the teacher and never the learner. Oh my like God. the no, the it, goal is getting people that you were able to meet at a certain point and educate them enough and then stoke that passion and that fire that they rise up and like I'm learning from you now. Man, like how amazing I, is this? Uh, it's my, I like to tell people my job is to be the dumbest person in the room. It's a great job. It's fucking great, man. Because like we have great athletes and coaches that come out, and like just people that come out, and I get to learn from everybody, and I get to walk in total like white belt mentality. I'm like, I'm here to learn from you, teach me all the things, and to be able to help the people that are going to see this video or this podcast or whatever learn with me, right? Like. Every it, it's like I'm the test dummy, <laughs> Like, it's it's awesome to kind of help facilitate and bridge that gap, you know, between the newer generation of lifters and coaches and trainers, and the the older generation of of like real seasoned veterans in the space. And like I am that middle ground, where I can help facilitate the growth of the future, as well as connecting the the uh, the more seasoned lifters the more seasoned coaches with what's going on now it's like what are the issues that they're struggling with now and how can we learn from the past how can the past learn from the, the present and like it's just education and learning mm -hmm. and it's like how can we help more people learn how can we help more people become better and stronger and faster and more powerful and and more genuine and, and just better people better humans right like it's it really is this cool thing to be a part of and uh, oh, by the way, the second thing I did, so I called everybody and I texted everybody. The second thing, I ordered about one hundred and twenty dollars worth of fucking sushi because I was starving, <laughs> fucking starving, and I didn't even eat all of it. And I was just laying and fucking just <laughs> swollen, like everything hurts, and I'm just so full, and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is it. <laughs> now I got my power belly back. <laughs> well, and you know, I think I'm also. I don't even think I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going out on a limb because I know this for a fact, but it speaks to your character that. You you coming out and doing the interview, I can guarantee, too, that if you didn't get the job, you'd been like, thank you for the opportunity. This, this when was I tell the you, it greatest been experience my, I've had to this when point. I t I, that was one of the things I was telling uh, some of my buddies. I was like, dude, you know how sick it would be to get a rejection from Elite MCS? They fly you out, and then they Just don't want you. It. And it's like, no, nah, man, I already win, right? Like, I already win because I, I threw my hat in the ring, and I showed up. And guess what? It's it's that mentality too of they can't take this back. It's I, like, already, no, I already got plane. this. I, I already flew on that plane, right? Like, <laughs> you already had a set down with me. We already did all the things. All the things. You can't take this that away from me. Like, I'm like, there it is, right? There's nothing more to this. I can die happy yeah. right here. Just to be in the arena, 
right? Like that was it would have been it would have motivated me tremendously to have them say no because I'm like, yeah, but like next time that if they want an interview, like this will be good. Believe. This will be good. The next job that comes open, my name's going. That's it, man. I'm gonna have to my, reject me again. Throw my fucking hat in the ring, like. I'm running out of hats to throw into the ring. Like it's 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 just a really cool thing, and it and all boils down. And I know that we wanted to kind of keep it around an hour. I don't even know how long we've been recording, but we got time. Beautiful. Uh, but it really does. Like the biggest message in that, obviously, that we wanted to kind of convey with this podcast is the showing up. It means so much more, not only to you, like you gain so much from showing up for the experience. But you are proving to the person you're showing up for that you care. You are proving to the person that you are showing up for that you are genuinely interested and you are willing to sacrifice whatever it may be, time, money, you know, invest your time, invest your money. But it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard because it's easier to not show up. It's easier to come up with an excuse. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and that's where it divides people out of who who's willing to to take that next step like mm-hmm. if if that's the dividing point that's the step off the ledge is it doesn't matter the time the energy the money i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna make it happen mm-hmm. like just just this trip in itself for me i mean whenever i came here and i was like oh cool like i get to see the facility get to meet sam that was the whole purpose was come to meet you because there there's no reason for me not to right. You're close enough. I just have to drive a straight line. <laughs> yeah. But but just showing up, what's happened since then, I mean, you and I have connected. Mm-hmm. We, like, we've got plans to take over the world now. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, duh. Got to train at Elite FTS. So I, we had the conversation the other day that this is, this is probably, this is the, not even probably, this is the best facility you and I will ever train oh, in. Oh, yeah, with, it's downhill the, from here. Yeah, with the best equipment that we'll ever have available to <laughs> yeah, us. Oh, no, man, like... There's if, no getting better yeah, at no, this point. No, that's it. Like, it, it, we have reached the best of the best, and now it's like, ah, oh, well, fuck. Like, <laughs> well, it was, um, I think I was talking to Joe yesterday. Yeah. And he was like, look at all these bars on the wall. He was like, yeah, I think we have, like... 230 mm. some bar yeah it's crazy yeah i use three <laughs> exactly <laughs> find something i use some stiff-legged good morning what do you call it the bad posture yeah oh bad yeah. Position oh, yeah. Machine back yesterday. yeah 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 i'm never gonna find that again yeah no no absolutely not but of course i had to use it yeah um but just in this trip i was texting people the other day like, hey i I just spotted Dave Tate. He didn't need my spot, but I was there by the bar just Absolutely. in case. Just in case something fucks off. You were, fu- and th- but that's the coolest thing about you as a human is the fact that you rolled in. You didn't expect anything, right? Nope. You didn't. You weren't walking in and be like, "Oh, look at how big my dick is," right? And it's like, well, not Here's that my wrong. biceps, everyone. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick. Of, look at this fucking hip airplane. Uh, <laughs> but and. Congrats to fucking Thayer for showing up and like loading plates, spotting, just listening and like helping people with. We had a situation yesterday where one of our lifters had fucking almost 800 pounds on his back and like had to ditch it. And we all were like, save this dude's life. But if Thayer wasn't there, who the fuck knows? Can right? I say. That was horrifying. That, that was my first time spotting a triple ply lifter and uh-huh. 
Adam, like Adam starts so low. I'm already in a squatted position where yeah, he starts. Oh, yeah, so, I know. so just me standing under the bar, I'm just like, oh, please, God. <laughs> well, for, and it can go so shitty so quick. <laughs> Let me just pray to the Iron God yeah, real quick. Like, don't. If this is the way I go, just stack more plates on my body. Yeah, oh, man. Like, it was... But the fact of the matter is, like, you're willing to get your hands dirty, get your get just throw yourself into the situation and just be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And that was very cool to see. And I mean, fuck, like, we had a conversation with Dave on Friday for three hours. Yeah, it it just whatever. We were chatting with you were chatting with him yesterday. It's like now you can you're a part of the family, right? Like, you just come on through. Well, know? and he. You know, all of you have been so welcoming and, like, so hospitable that, like, even there was, what was it? I was on the uh, glute ham race, and um, because you guys have a pad that's angled down, mm-hmm. it's... It just it's, makes it hard. Yeah, it, it's unique to, it's one of the unique things on, like, a common piece of equipment that you guys have added, because it makes it harder, and it yeah. makes sense, uh-huh. but having... Because it was a little bit different, and Dave was just explaining to me why it was different, why you guys implemented it. I was like, okay, can you walk me through it? Yep. Just yeah. hopped on it. He took me step by step and made sure I was doing the the hamstring curls fine. And yep. it's like, okay, great. And just, yeah, free and available information and time. And, and it all comes from that willingness to show up and be around. I had no expectations to... If I came here and didn't even interact with Dave or anybody else, if it was just meeting you, I would have been happy. If it was just coming in here and me and you trained a little bit in the facility or did a tour, like, okay, perfect, cool. worth it. We're there. Yeah. But instead, it's it's going through all these things. It's having these conversations. It's meeting all these people. And at the end of the day, got the offer. Hey, next time you're in town, come back. There you go. That's all it is, because it's it's easy to have the one conversation. Anybody can, you know, if you go to these presentations, if if you you're implementing and actively pursuing these things, it's easy to have that first conversation. Mm-hmm. It's the second, in the third. It's continuing to up. build that momentum. But also, anybody that's listening to this, don't mistake that whenever we're talking about showing up, shutting up making sure that you're around and available and if the opportunity presents itself to ask questions to be part of the conversation there's also a separation where whenever you left the seminars you weren't dming him every single day and asking questions it was like hey guess what i i don't need that reassurance in continual conversation Mm -hmm. because i'm going to make it happen again i this won't be the last time Mm -hmm. so i know i'm going to go to another seminar i know i'm going to see this person again so I don't have to, I don't have to have that insecurity to like reestablish it through continual communication. It's let me focus on the quality. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did after the first train your ass off? Please besides tell me. Go, besides <laughs> go home and fucking ice my knee, uh, I wrote an article. Like I, I told Dave, I was like, Dave, I'm gonna write an article about this. He's like, oh, okay, like whatever. I'm like fine, do what you want. Yeah, really, it was just like, oh, okay, and then I submitted it and. I I immediately wanted to give back. Like I immediately wanted to produce something that more people can learn from that experience. Well, and you got you got so much out of it that not only were 
you inspired to write an article, but you wanted to highlight how good of an experience you had mm-hmm. so other people see would it. see it and then want to have the same experience. Like, Absolutely. Oh, this sounds amazing. This was a first-hand experience. Like, it's not just from the company promoting mm-hmm. the event. Sure, they're learning. They have the description, the learning objectives, but you you don't get that insider knowledge without that article. Yeah. And people being able to see that of, this is some, this is better than a five-star review. Here's the full description of what the experience was like, what you learned, how you're going to apply these yeah, things. It was, I think it was uh, like the five things I learned from training my ass off with Dave Tate. And it was like, it, and it was coming from a place where, and again, like, yes, I am the director of performance here at Elite FTS, but I can guarantee you, you're going to find someone that's smarter, stronger, fucking better looking. Probably not that one. Let's be real. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's like, I'm in this position because I care. Mm-hmm. I give a shit. I show up. I know it's important. I know what the company's about. I know how to help people. And it's like, yeah, you may be stronger. You may be more educated in the field. You may have more. You may have more experience than me. But you know what? You're not gonna fucking care more than me. Yep. I promise. Well, I will fucking die on that beach. Like I am gonna fucking carry you into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, what's the saying? It's, you might beat me, but you're going to have to bleed for it. Oh, like, yeah. And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. willing to bleed. And like, I'm willing it, to sleep in my car and wear the same pair of pants for about six months straight. I have a breeze. I'll yeah. make this Fuck work. Fucking, yup. I'll just take my pants off when I eat. That's what I do that shit anyway. Kidding me? Fucking. But with that, like, it's, it's that mentality of, you're going to have to outwork me, mm. but it's coming from a place of, you're going to have to outwork me to make this company better mm. because that's your focus. That's your goal. Is Dude, it's a bigger I, purpose than me. Like, exactly. It has nothing to do with me. It's like, I don't think you realize how much I want to help people get better than me. I want all the comments on YouTube to be like, holy shit, I am stronger th- than this guy because of a video I watched from this guy. It's like, yeah, that's the fucking goal. That's what coaches do. Coaches make you better. It's like, I want that. For everybody. I don't want to be the director of performance here at Elite FTS and the strongest fucking guy. It's like, no. If my goal is performance, either it's performance for the company, performance for the people that watch our videos, performance for athletes, for lifters, for whatever, I want everybody to fucking perform better. I'm putting out stuff on my Instagram to show people I am putting the work in. Mm -hmm. Fucking beat me. Beat me. If if you're better, if you're stronger than me. Fantastic. Let me clap for you. Good. Keep getting stronger. Keep going. It doesn't make you less strong. No, and that's the idea. Is like I want to show people like effort trumps everything, right? It doesn't have to be a fucking perfect program. It doesn't have to be what I, it's like. People think drugs do it. People think all this shit. It's like, dude, it's effort. It's effort and show up. Yep. And it's like if my fucking ass can be here having this conversation with you in this company doing this for a job. Oh, for fuck's sake, people that people can be way better, right? Mm-hmm. People can find themselves in better positions. They just don't know it. And if, if I can be the example for somebody to want to be better, oh, man, that's so good. That's so fucking empowering for me. Well, and you're, you're with a company now that has a platform and outreach that you can start identifying the people in the industry that should be highlighted. Mm. That they're, you know... De- 
there's so many people in the industry that have such good information and knowledge and approach to how they how they pursue this whatever whatever their focus whatever their passion is but some of them don't don't have the audience right they don't have the ability to get out of their own way to promote themselves mm-hmm. things like that where you're in a position where you can identify people doing great things in oh the industry God, I love and, it. and it's as simple as hey come do a podcast with me and talk about the good things you're doing mm-hmm. like if you're having trouble with that let me ask questions. Let me, let me softball this for you. Yeah. And just and knock it out of the park. That's the biggest thing, right? Is like the people that are the best at helping people usually are the worst about talking about themselves. Yes. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm going to fucking hype you up. Watch exactly. this. Let me be your hype man. Dude, I'll fuck. Yeah, dude. I am like the fucking Scotty Pippen for <laughs> internet videos for people. Just out here trying to find Jordans. Dude, that's it, man. Like, I'll fucking pass that rock all day. Like, I'm just here to fucking, like, help people get better. And it's like, oh, this dude over here, he's doing the best thing for fucking knees. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Come here. Come here. Let's talk about fucking knees. Let me talk to you. (laughs) Oh, you're uncomfortable on a podcast? You're uncomfortable on a video? Cool. Let me look like an idiot. I just whacked myself in the balls with a fucking (laughs) minivan the other day to show people, like, hey, man, if you don't use your foot to guard yourself from a minivan, you'll thwack yourself in the balls. And I actually did. If if you haven't checked that video out, <laughs> oh it's on uh, Instagram Reels. Yeah, you absolutely need. You have to. It it amazes me the the number of views, but also <laughs> just the comments that come. With oh it. my god, I, we we talked a little bit about that, but I know that that's something else coming into that the space is the exposure you receive because you you're in all the videos now yeah. you're you know you're you're helping be a be a host in some circumstances be a moderator in some for the podcast but you you're very very present in all things elite fts does and it doesn't always you, carry with it like yeah i pray you need a sense of humor exactly right? and it's not even it's it's not even thick skin. there's a certain amount of thick skin you need because there are some people that are just like go for the go for the <laughs> fucking kill shot on things and it's like, wow, that's uh, that's very creative. <laughs> Didn't know my mom did that, but like, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's it's uh, it's hard. But like, honestly, for the most part, ninety percent of the comments, honestly, are positive. They're positive or constructive. But just like with anything else, like it, the negative seems to sometimes like take hold, and you're like, wow, that's fun. This is exciting. I love Thank, hearing thanks that. Thanks for that. Thank you. <laughs> And that's some of the the biggest part that people I don't think realize is the internet is an amazing place. We met via the internet, which is so fucking cool. It's also full of douche nozzles, right? (laughs) There's a certain amount of asshole. And that's the thing, but they're always there. They're always present. There are people that are thinking that shit about you on a daily basis. But you know what? It doesn't fucking change anything. It doesn't matter. And and it's your ego isn't dependent on what somebody writes on a YouTube comment. It's like, you know who you are. You've established yourself and put yourself through challenges to define yourself that like, sure, there might be one or two where you're like, oh, I'm not saying I don't get pissed. me a little bit. Yeah, and then I don't think I'm like, I'm just going to look them up real quick. Type, 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 type. But at the end of the day, like, it's one of those things where you realize that no matter the situation that you find yourself in, there will be people that are there 
to either say something or just that think differently than you. And it's like, okay, like yeah, that's, that's cool. Like, but at the end of the day, it's like you still watch the video. Exactly, and <laughs> and it doesn't change the fact that mm, tomorrow you're going to do another video. You're right, exactly. It's like, like I'm probably not going to hit myself in the dick again, but like definitely we'll save make that another one. video. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gem. But no, man, it it really is uh, an amazing opportunity, and it's it's something that is truly life changing. Because I think the thing that gets downplayed here from my own perspective is I was living in Rhode Island and then I just moved 12 hours away just like packed up all my shit in my car and I was like yeah cool we're gonna figure this out actually fun fact first day I didn't even move in I just showed up here with my car full of shit and I just worked all day and then I unloaded my shit it was like oh okay. priorities I was like cool like this is luckily enough I don't have that much shit <laughs> whatever didn't fit in the car is yeah, not coming right and that was exactly what it was and it was like the perfect time in my life where I was like clean slate start fresh start new and I just did it and it's a cool thing to be a part of and it's a cool thing to you know be able to have this conversation about well, you know and, and if you can really own the mentality of burn the boats burn the ships like oh, fuck, having that back, right? we're we're gonna set this ablaze so I have to figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. it's evolve or die from this point because set everything ablaze. I'm going for it. I don't have an option to go back towards comfort. Right. I have to, I have to be uncomfortable for a little bit of time mm-hmm. to be able to progress. Yeah. But that's, that's a mentality in itself and a willingness to... It's almost a self-confidence of I'll figure this out. It doesn't matter the situation... It, and it's it's freeing to that to whenever you recognize that and accept it because it opens up so many doors. Things are no longer closed doors or limitations to you because you can put yourself in different circumstances with that simple mentality of I'll figure it out. Fucking figure it out, man. And that's it's it's powerful. It really is. I know people say this in in the fitness space and the self improvement space of like hacks or things that are like empowering. And it's like no, nah, man. Like this is the real deal. Like. Once you put yourself in a position where you don't really have any other option, it's like, okay, this simplifies things. Yep. All that self-doubt thing kind of goes away because you're like, ooh, I have to do this thing. Like, <laughs> there's just nothing else there. Exactly. Like, like it's it's amazing. But, nah, man, it, it's, it's uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to not only be on this podcast, have this conversation with you, but to get to know you as a person, get to know you as a friend, um, and just be in the positions I am, I'm in. I'm, I am lucky. I am grateful. I am so amazingly blessed by the opportunities. I don't know how I got from uh, crushing beers and Oreos in college to fucking crushing beers and Oreos uh, at Elite FCS. <laughs> you know? And... and- with you saying that, like I'm very, very appreciative to allowing me to come out for that we got the opportunity to meet in person and share like some of the conversations that we had that that aren't recorded that mm-hmm. you know we're we're not putting out on social media. It's it's just things between us, and I'm I'm excited for what the future holds because I know I know moving forward. I don't know what it is yet, but we're definitely doing more we're doing something together and we're yeah. doing more together yeah. that 
this isn't going to be the last time that I come out to Elite, and there's going to be a lot more Midwest meetups. Absolutely, and you know what? Like, and like you had said, a lot of our experiences this weekend aren't recorded. They aren't. You know, we are living life the way that we want to live it. Is like we want to be present with the situation. But man, we should probably talk about uh, on another podcast the fucking nightlife that we ran into. That was some shit. So that's another story for another time. Absolutely. Save that one for the After Dark episode. Oh, my God. But, yeah, man, it's it's absolute pleasure. This has always been a gem for me, and, and I'm excited to see your growth as as you increase your – well, shit, all the prescript stuff you're doing. That's fucking huge. Um, yeah, man, just to be a part of your story – to be able to help more people together is going to be it's going to be awesome. Absolutely, and I think that that's ultimately what it comes down to is we have a shared interest to help people, and through like, through that, only good things can come. There's no expectations outside of how can we help more people. That's it, man. That's all there is. 